Welcome to our PME. This is Saratoga Best. We're in Parsha's Poldos, and we're going to do a little bit of a journey together, a very short journey, um, a very short journey. And we're going to say, obviously, let's do some derivation. Poldos is about birth. Poldos is about birth. And really, one of the questions that is asked in the Sicha, uh, that there are two Parshas that are called Poldos, Ela Toldos Nayach, Ela Toldos Yitzchak. So the point that we'll... You know, is usually brought out. Which one gets? You know, why doesn't the first one get the name told us? And there are really two aspects to our personality, and it's what you are and what you do. You meet somebody at the party and say, "Hi, what's your name? What do you do? I'm the editor of Women's uh, Creative Magazine. Oh, that's so beautiful, right? That's what you do. But then, what are you really? What are you really? And there is a famous story of um, the Friedrich Rebbe in the days when, you know, nobody had cameras and WhatsApp and there, there was no Instagram, obviously. And he was riding on a train and he ended up speaking to um, um, a certain non-Jewish person, very high up, I think, in the government. And they had a very uh, intelligent, you know, conversation. He had to be on a certain level of intelligence to to have this conversation. So the person turned to him and said, who are you? Actually, I don't know if he was a non-Jewish person. It was a person, a person. But somebody was an intellectual. Finally, this intellectual man on the train said to the Rebbe, who are you? Because obviously he he didn't come into contact with that level of person most of the time. Who are you? Are you? Are you a minister in the government? Are you... Are you a professor? Are you a doctor? Are you a philosopher? Who are you? What are you? He's trying to figure out, who am I standing with? And the Rebbe answered that when all titles are taken off, professor and doctor and, and minister and intellectual and philosopher and scholar, when all those titles are taken away, the title Jew remains. And that's what the Rebbe was saying. What am I, you want to call me a scholar, a professor, an intellectual, a, this, eh, eh, Jew. I'm simple Jew. That's the real who I am. So, when it comes to Parshas told us it's about birth. When you're born, you're simply born as a simple Jew. You didn't do anything yet. You didn't accomplish. You, you weren't a scholar. You didn't do. You didn't do any mitzvahs. You didn't do anything. First split second that you're in the world, you didn't do anything. So what are you worth? You're worth everything. When Meishur was born, the whole house was filled with light, but he hadn't done anything. Was it filled with light because of what he was going to do? Well, maybe, but really it was filled with light because his essence had been born. And that filled the whole house. So now let's get back to the party. You meet somebody at a party and you say, hi, so what do you do? And they tell you, oh, yeah, I work for Microsoft. You know, I'm uh, I'm one of the major, or I'm the CEO of um, Creative Women's, Creative Women's uh, uh, Magazine, etc. Great. I'm the editor. 
and I'm the CEO of the company, and we do this and we do that. We do, 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 do. We do do stuff. And then you might say to her, okay, that's all the stuff that you do, but who are you really? What are you? What's your essence? Say, excuse me? I want to know what your essence is. Excuse me? Because <laughs> she's more about doing. You know, there is a saying in the world now, we're human beings, not human doings. So this concept of, it's called essence the essence of something, which is revealed when you're born, you come into being. Your essence is revealed. And then you do stuff, then told us. Then you do stuff, which we're going to see in the second sikh of this week when it comes to Mashiach. That Mashiach first has to be born. His essence has to be revealed. And then he can do things. And the main thing he has to do is usher in the Geula Amitah Fashlema. So it's interesting that as we go into Yemaisa Mashiach, the, the, the emphasis on what you do, which used to be the most important thing, is starting to fade a bit, and people are starting to favor what you do and what is your essence and what is your beinghood and all of that. And there's a reason. Because the essence will be the currency of the future. It's like we'll see in the second sikha again of this week. The moon shines the first half of the month. It doesn't shine the second half of the month. It's a dark, it gets darker every night. Because it's different kinds of light. Visible light, revealed light, and then essence light. So that explains why Nayach comes before told us. They're both speaking about their lives and what they did and all that. But first you have to be born, Nayach. Your, your name is given to you when you're born and your essence is revealed. You have to be born, your essence has to be revealed. And then you go on to do things, told us. Give birth to Mycin Titan. Good things. But here comes the clincher. And it's part of the revolution. And there, there are many, many, many deep cryptic, cryptic thoughts in this sikha. Which I'm in the middle of trying to unravel. It's like you could look at, let's say, a new Balchuva and somebody who's just been doing this ever since they're born. And you'll see a certain mileage to the new Balchuva that their whole beinghood is in every mitzvah that they do. It's so brand new, and they're like just an innocent child, the excitement of each mitzvah, and nothing's by rote, and the experiences and the insights they have are totally different. There's no kvar. You know, kvar is like, yeah, I did it already. Yeah, yeah, Been doing it for 40 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Been there, done that. That's kvar. Kvar is a little bit of a jaded thing. When you've been doing this all your life, it is... Somewhat likely to feel kvar. Yeah, I've been doing it for 30 years. Yeah, 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 yeah. As opposed to the fresh, brand new experience of a newborn baby. When a fresh newborn baby, well, when a six-month-old baby discovers, you know, sitting there in the infant seat and suddenly looks out and sees his hands moving in front of him, he doesn't know what they are. What are those things moving, flying in front of me? What are they? So he eventually discovers they're his hands. You know, it's kind of like, a shock. You know, easy to watch it. It's just amazing to watch. Just this look of these hands are kind of moving around, and then all of the all of a sudden the baby's eyes focus 
on the hands, and the baby's like, whoa, what is that? What are those things? So he understands, they're your hands, or those are your feet. It's, a, it's really a moment of discovery. As opposed to us, you know, we say, where are my gloves? Oh, good, and you put your gloves on your hands. Hands, 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 hands. So, um, I want to bring this to sort of a, a simplistic, you know, like a, a, a conclusion that we can do something with. Um, what we're going to be seeing over the next number of weeks is um, we're going to be stepping into, in the Chumash, the relationship between Esau and Yaakov. And to some extent, it's about this, too. It's going to kind of, it's like those books where several stories are interwoven at the same time. So what we're going to see interwoven is the theme of the essence of things and the revelation of things. Oh, I remember now why I said about the Baal Tshuva. Because, sorry, I'll backtrack for a second. Because with the Baal Tshuva, He's living on the level of essence, so to speak. He's sort of experiencing the essence of every mitzvah. It's so brand new. And the person who's been doing it all his life is tends to more, you know, um, like, how does it look? How, you know, am I doing it right? Different. There's a tmimus when you first start doing mitzvahs. There's a tmimus when brand new children, little, little children, first start saying mitzvahs, the first bracha that they ever make in their life is so stunningly beautiful. It's so gorgeous to hear them say a bracha. It's their first, first, first bracha. To see a little girl light her first Shabbos candle, it's so beautiful and her whole beinghood is in it. So, does it have to be either or? Really, that's the question. Does it have to be either or? The either or is Either I'm totally tremistic, brand new, but then eventually I grow up and it doesn't, and I, I don't have that same brand new feeling anymore. So says the Lubavitcher Rebbe, the whole point of Yemais Mashiach is you'll have both. Which one is better? Just learned about a mitzvah and it's brand new and it's exciting and it's tremistic, or or and and sometimes when you learn about a mitzvah, you know. Um, you're not quite sure what you have to do and, you know, other people find it very amusing because you do it very, very, very carefully and other people sometimes find it amusing. But should there be that tmimus, that sincerity and purity? Or what about, you know, when you get older and you're doing it right and, you know, should, there be, should, should we be focusing on the essence of things or the revelation of things? Which one? Says the Lubavitcher Rebbe both. But there's a whole other stage. The first we're born into doing mitzvahs and they're brand new. And then we've been doing them for all our lives. And what we want to do and what we have the power and Mashiach will, will and infuses us with that power to permeate every one of our things that we do, our mitzvahs, with the essence of things. And that's why when the Baal Shem Tov came along, people were focusing, Torah scholars were 
relatively speaking, focusing on what you do. How much Torah do you know? How many Gemaras have you learned? How many mitzvahs do you do? How good do you look when you're doing mitzvahs? How carefully? Etc. And the simple people who, they didn't always get it right. They didn't, they weren't so impressive. But they were very, very sincere. They were sort of, what the Baal Shem Tov came along to show was they were much more sincere. Because they weren't interested in how it looks. You know, how does it look? How's it revealed? How does it look to everybody? Uh, you know, they weren't focused on that. They just simply, this is what Hashem wants, and so I just do it. Their simple devotion is what the Baal Shem, is the Chiddush of the Baal Shem Tov, that he came along and showed people, he showed the Torah scholars, this is what you need to have. And the Torah scholars were highly offended. What do you mean? You're going to teach us and from these Amearits to emulate them? What are you talking about? There's nothing to learn from an Amearit. And the Baal Shem Tov was saying, Amearit, he's from the earth. That doesn't mean he's grub, chas v'shom. It means v'nafshi ka'afar l'koltia. The simplicity of the dust. The simplicity of, there's no attitude there. There's no ego. Simple servant of Hashem. A simple purity. And the the scholars need to learn and incorporate that simple purity into their sophisticated learning and their sophisticated doing of mitzvahs. So we will see, just end off, we will see in the parshas to come between Esau and Yaakov, sorry, that was the last point I would write, between Esau and Yaakov, that the theme is going to be threat, be um, um, sewn into the fabric of every single one of these parshas coming coming up for the next number of months. In this relationship between Esau and Yaakov, that's part of what's being expressed. But in this parsha, there's the soup, the red soup, and Esau says to Yaakov. Hey, bro, what are you doing? What are you doing, bro? Instead of making a soup for Zayda. Oh, the old man, yeah, he finally died. Asa was very gross, right? And, oh, he's finally gone. <laughs> and Asa says, eat, drink, and be merry. That's the point. Eat, drink, and be merry. He should have done that, too. You want and what are you sitting here cooking a soup? You want to cook a soup? Cook a soup. You know I don't have time for this business. I'm hungry. Give me soup. But I don't have time for this. You know, sitting in some tent and learning Torah a whole day. Ridiculous. And 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 a little bit. It was at that point the bikuach between Elam Haza and Elam Haba. But essentially, Asaph was saying. Whatever you see, if you can see it and you can eat it and you can pay for it and you can put your fingers on it and it's good, good, that's good. And anything else, I'm not interested. Yeah, it's not worth anything. And Yaakov was saying, not true. All the things that we can't see, but that's really the essence of Hashem in them, they are the most important things. And so this was expressed by the Baal Shem Tov. All the qualities 
that you don't see in the simple people, they are the qualities that Hashem loves. And you feel like if somebody's, you know, not doing the big showy thing, what are they worth? Because it has to all be revealed. But the essence of things is there in the simple person, the simple servant, the simple Jew. And we all need to inject that sense of being a simple servant of Hashem into all our sophisticated avaita and, and merge the two. And that's the way it will be in Yemais Mashiach. So may we find ourselves in the Gula Mitzvah Shalim and the Basin Mitzvah Shlishi with total simplicity, seeing Hashem and being seen by Hashem, in the, with the most sophisticated Avaida, merged with the total simplicity, Etham and Gili, and maybe immediately now.